Welcome to another episode of the Property Management Show, brought to you by Four and Half, a marketing agency that creates and implements owner lead generating plans for property managers. Visit fourandhalf.com to learn more. That's F O U R A N D H A L F.com. Today, we're going to talk about the newly minted Women's Leadership Council and their event next week. Elevate your game and take the fear out of public speaking. Our first guest is Kelly Tollefson, who's the NARPUM 2020 president and also the owner of T-Square Properties in Seattle. Since the start of the pandemic, she has completed 18 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzles. That's a total of 18,000 individual pieces. This is her secret to staying grounded and sane during this crazy year. Also joining us today is Chrissy Wade. She's a super wife, a super mom. She owns and runs Wellspring Property Management in Southern California and a real estate business. She is a self-proclaimed CrossFit junkie, and her favorite thing to eat is Tacos El Pastor, which who can blame her? What's not to love about Tacos El Pastor? Exactly, Brittany. Now let's play the interview so I can go get some tacos. both for joining us. It's been a pleasure getting to know you the last um, week. I mean, we talked to you earlier this week to kind of discuss a little bit for, so Marie and I could learn a little bit more um, about this Women's Leadership Council that you've been developing over the last few months. Um, We understand that it's still very new and you're still kind of working out the kinks, but your first event is coming up, which is Congratulations, very exciting. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to, to set this up? Yeah, I can take that ladies if you want. Um, I So if you have ever been on any of the Facebook groups, which I'm sure the vast majority of you guys have, you will have seen anytime there's an event or maybe just in general, a lot of the feedback is women generally don't feel represented in those events. So I put out there in one of the groups, hey, what if I were to put on a women's event, you know, for women, by women, and the response was incredible. But what kind of blew it out of the water for me was the private messages that I kept on getting. Um, A ton of ladies were coming in and just asking, hey, I would love to be a part of it. I would love to be a speaker. So I would ask questions back, okay, well, have you ever done this? Can you send me over like a portfolio or some samples of your, you know, events that you've spoken at? And they didn't really have any. So, you know, then other people reached out to me, like Brad Larson reached out and said, hey, I'd love to help you get this thing going and I can introduce you to NARPM. So that's kind of the nutshell of where it started. Um, we really don't want to put a woman on center, center stage if she's never had that experience. We want her to be successful in whatever she does and we want the audience to get the most out of it. So this is where our little kind of little nest egg is starting. We're wanting to grow more women to be on center stage. I, I love it. So what it sounds like is um, instead of just throwing them into the ocean and like hope they learn how to swim, you're like, yeah. hey, I recognize that you are interested and it seems like um, you may need to kind of like develop more um, skills to be able to, you know, swim once you're thrown mm-hmm. into the ocean. And that's kind of what you're doing with this first event, right? Right. Exactly. That's great. The other so, thing too, that when we, when Chrissy came to NARPM um, to talk about this, we, we kind of looked at it and said, this could be a great opportunity to develop more property management women leaders. 
And so we thought this, you know, well, a lot of women see speaking as a barrier to leadership or that it's not just, you know, the public speaking, like people think it's about um, taking the fear out of just speaking up even in, in smaller groups. And we can go into a little more detail about what the event's going to be like um, if you want, maybe a little later. Yeah, I love that. Um, and so um, you, you mentioned a couple of things um, in your previous statement. So um, something about how it's more than just like um, gaining kind of the skills to speak on mm -hmm. stage, but also kind of like gaining the skills to speak up. Can you talk a bit more about that? Sure. We're, for our first event, what, um, what we're doing is we're introducing a, um, a woman speaker who, um, this is her business, is she develops speakers and helps them build their business as, as public speakers. Um, her name is Michelle Major, and her company is The Rebel Speaker. And um, she's going to be talking about removing the barriers that women feel to have their voices heard, whether it be in the boardroom or in a small group meeting, maybe even just in a personal relationship of how um, we can fortify ourselves to speak up when we need our voices and also not to talk ourselves out of the fact that we do have something to say. Um, and then preparing to speak, some practical tips on what uh, anyone can do, not just women, but what anyone can do when they're preparing to speak um, at any any time when they are in a position to bring something up. So, you know, for example, um, speaking in front of 100 people at one of the NARPM events, you know, what are some of those tips you can do to be prepared and be confident in who you are and what you have to say? Absolutely. And it, that, that kind of reminds me of something we were talking about the other day, how um, just historically women haven't really been encouraged to speak up and not, 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 it's not always like, Oh, don't, don't speak. It's more of, you know, the, the idea that women are supposed to be soft spoken and, you know, supportive and nurturing that it kind of can be an obstacle when you do want to be a leader. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't have that confidence and it starts with knowing that you have something to say how to say it in a way that other people are receptive to it, um, whatever the message may be, and how to comprise that message into a, to something that, uh, you know, kind of gives you your cohesive thoughts yeah. in a way. Yeah, and probably trusting yourself too, trusting mm -hmm. that you, you do have something to say, what you have to say is valuable, you're smart. And not to say that, um, you know, women don't believe that, but I think it's just giving people the confidence to, to trust in themselves too is really valuable. Yeah. And I think a lot of us that have been in a leadership, sorry, Christy, oh, okay. um, who've been in leadership positions, how being confident in your thoughts and your ideas is probably, is probably one of the first steps in taking those, that initiative to get to a leadership role and, and to pursue leadership positions. And I just wanted to jump on, on there about the communication aspect. You know, I, I was a stay at home with our littles. We have five kids. I was a stay at home with our littles for a long time. So my communication style changed from communicating with adults all the time to breaking down things so my littles could understand that. So that was my communication set then. So I've had to learn how to communicate with adults again, right? And I think that's the story for a lot of stay at home moms and maybe even stay at home dads at this point. 
you know, we're entering, you know, my youngest is 16. So now I'm entering a different phase of my life where I need to, you know, speak a little more adult-ish, we'll call it, right? And in learning those skills, it's, it's not something that I can't learn. It's just something I put on the backboard because I was doing something else in a separate part of my life. And that's okay. That's fine. And we just want to give a chance for those women um, and men and whoever else wants to join the ability to learn those skills again, or maybe sharpen the skills that they already have. Yeah. Are there any other, other than, um, you know, the confidence piece and, you know, giving people the tools to speak publicly, uh, are there any other goals that you want to accomplish with this event specifically? Well, I think, well, we're doing a panel at the end. So Michelle will be moderating a panel of, it'll be Chrissy, myself, uh, Liz Clayman, Brian Birdie, and Brad Larson. And we included um, both genders on the panel on purpose because we wanted to give the listener, the, the attendee, the opportunity to see that there are different ways to approach public speaking, male or female. We didn't want to necessarily highlight um, one over the other, but that we wanted this to be a, a participative event for everyone. And this just seemed to be the right venue to do it. So I, I think that overcoming public speaking can be really, really difficult for just hearing your own voice inside your head. How do you, how do you compile those thoughts? And, and so for this event, that's what we want to do. And just having, um, I think in answer to your question, Brittany, it's more like this can be you or anyone. It, I, we want it to apply to anyone that has thought about this. Um, again, whether it's um, to pursue your career goals or maybe your personal goals, um, professional, you know, direction of where you want to take take yourself. And this yeah. is a, a, a very broad spectrum of topic that's popular. People really don't always approach it in the way that maybe some people that have been speaking for a while did. And yeah. cool. That's awesome. So it's really just the main goal is to empower people exactly. into feeling like they can do something that they couldn't do before. That's exactly what I should have just said five minutes ago before going on and on. Like oh, no, said. what you said was perfect. It just, it was, a, it was yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, it's empowerment. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Right. And I think they're going to walk away with some practical tools on practicing those things to make their communication styles better. Amazing. And so I do want to note, since we're kind of on the topic of you know, the com composition of the panel, so although your current um, like working name for the organization is called Women's Leadership Council, you are absolutely not a woman-only women, women only organization. Can you speak more about that? Sure. I, we believe, and in, in the council that's already been forming this believe that every voice matters, right? Man, woman, whoever identifies anywhere in between, your voice matters, um, which is why we want to incorporate men into the panel. We can learn a lot from men. Men can learn a lot from us. And together we can elevate the property management industry. We can elevate our families. We can elevate each other. That is kind of one of the overarching goals of this is let's just make each other better, right? Let's learn from each other. Let's, um, how can I help my husband be a better husband? How can he help me be a better wife? How can we help each other be better businessmen and women? So that's one of the reasons why we just want to be so um, mindful to incorporate anybody who wants to be a part of it. Even if it says Women's Leadership Council, everybody is welcome. Yeah, and it's a working title, right? And I understand the organization is its 
uh, in early stages, right? You, mm-hmm. uh, you and a group of your um, friends kind of put it together really quickly because you felt like we just need to get this in front of people as fast get as possible. Get it going. Yeah, yeah, just get it going. And this is like not its final form, right? This is just the beginning of something who crossing fingers, it will be bigger and greater. <laughs> it is. And we have, you know, the, the question is why Women's Leadership Council? And I would like Kelly to explain why, because there is a leadership university through NARPM. So that's why we kind of tag the women onto it to kind of differentiate ourselves. Thanks, Chrissy. And I think, I think part of it has to, had to do with what when you came to Gail, our CEO and executive director of NARPM, um, you know, we came, you came with the idea of something that the executive committee and the board of directors has been thinking about for a long time is that there's a lot of women property managers, there's a lot of women members of NARPM, but we're not always seeing them stepping up at leadership roles. And so we thought in talking with you and, and kind of building this, this framework is that let's put together a group um, focusing on women's challenges and women's issues and women's concerns in the workplace. And let's see what we, where we can come away with that. So in December of this year, we will be, or I should say this concept will be brought to the board of directors as a new committee for NARPM. And so it'll be a women's leadership council is what we've come up with just kind of at the beginning. And that may stick, it may not. And then um, Marie, to your point, yeah, NARPM just started We've been doing for four or five years now, um, or maybe even longer, chapter leadership training. And that's been a two-day event where we bring all the chapter leaders, the president and the president-elect, into a location back pre-COVID. We would do it live. And we would um, spend a couple of days on how to, how to lead a chapter and, and those kinds of leadership skills. So what, as a board and in strategic planning, what we've talked about is how can we develop leaders just within the organization, within NARPM as a whole, and what can we offer for them, not just within the box of chapter leadership. And so we've developed a leadership series. Um, and Chrissy mentioned the Leadership University. That is my personal idea, not my personal idea, but a vision that I've had and with a lot of other people within uh, NARPM is to eventually create a NARPM Leadership University, and these are just the baby steps, the leadership series that we just started, or symposium that's a nine-month um, series that just started last week, of uh, people that want to develop their own leadership skills just, just for the sake of being a leader. And so there are two um, completely separate entities that have two different focuses and will you know, have two different missions and visions as far as their uh, achievement and, and the purpose of each group. So, you know, we see this women's council, you know, we're starting with the public speaking, but there's so many other things that women deal with in the workforce that men don't necessarily, they're not presented with. And so we'll be working on coming together and developing, we're looking at quarterly starting next year events that is sponsored by the Women's Leadership Council. Can you, um, going back to the, um, maybe the, obstacles you've encountered in in your experience within the industry due to gender maybe or things like that is there anything that you can speak to about your experiences Chrissy do you want to take that one um, I'll just you know from a practical experience you know I was managing a commercial building and uh, you know they they decided to fire me because they felt 
a man could do it better when I was doing everything I was asked to do. You know, I've come across those kinds of things a couple of times and, and I just, it kind of took me back cause I'd never experienced that before. Um, and all, all I can do in sense and all I could think about it was how can I overcome this the next time? Right. Yeah. Like questions, better interview questions for a client, you know, um, looking back, there was writing on the wall that I should have paid attention to. So what's the solution to a problem is what we want to kind of find, right? Um, how can I have a solution to that problem, that gender kind of bias and, and not alienate anybody in the meantime? And I think too, that's a, a good point is we're not, we don't want to alienate even anyone, but I think women, and we talked about this in our pre-meeting, about the different labels that women have based on the same behaviors they exhibit that men exhibit. And so if we're being uh, forceful in a conversation, we're considered aggressive instead of assertive. Um, it may be one example, or we, um, you know, our expected behaviors in a work environment may be different because of our gender. And um, how do we even that playing field and how are we treated equally even if our behaviors might be the same, but we're, we're given different labels. Um, and, and there's different levels of respect based on those behaviors. And I think we're just looking for uh, an environment where we can learn how to, how to I don't wanna say combat, but, but how to approach those different scenarios that may, we may come across, what's the best way for us to communicate that that's not, that's not appropriate or, or whatever, however we might, deal with it you know and it's about educating everyone that's listening and everyone that's participating right to be yeah. sensitive to those and i don't know if sensitive yeah. is the right word but um to those types of, of those yeah. yes cognizant yeah. is better than sensitive and yeah. you know it, it what you just said also reminds me of what you're saying earlier so if you you know if you you speak up that might be deemed aggressive instead of assertive that goes back to like the little voice in your head so if you're thinking about it that way that means you're less likely to even have somebody make that judgment about you because you're too, too worried about what people might think about you. I know I've experienced that before where, I mean, uh, where I haven't wanted to say things I've changed a lot since then. Um, yeah. But well, when you think about that, how many times do you think, and, and this may be stereotypical and we're here to learn about, about each other. That's what this group is all about. Men don't sit around and think, oh, they're going to think I'm aggressive if I say that, or they're going to think I'm a B word if I say that. Yeah. They just don't. They don't ask themselves those questions. And they probably, well, not to, not to generalize, right. um, yeah. they may, some, some different types of people may, may not think about it later on too. I know sometimes if I speak up and, and I kind of think about it later, oh, should I have said that? Yeah. Um, you know, it's not just about saying it in the moment. It's about the emotional pressure that's on you later on too. I feel like yeah, right. six years later, was I really being difficult? No, I was just you know, speaking my mind, speaking my thoughts and, and yeah, women, I do, I'll speak for myself. You know, six years later, I'm like, I should have said this instead of this, you know, when that, that time has passed. Uh, but yeah. I think that's very important for our counterparts in business to understand about us, right? Mm -hmm. and to understand that just me speaking my mind and speaking my heart and disagreeing is not being difficult. I want to have a conversation with you. I don't mind bantering back and forth with you, just like right. you do with a colleague of the same gender. We, we're fine with that, but don't put the label on me before.
Yeah. Absolutely. So is this a, just to take this to another, and we didn't talk about this the other day, but um, last week we had the National Marvin Convention. Mm -hmm. I'm an emotional person. I wear my heart on my sleeve and it's been something I've had to adjust. Um, just being in the business world and owning my own business is, you know, I have to think of myself as the referee um, and the middle, the middle neutral person. But when I was doing the, my final um, convention talk, speech, whatever over, you know, Zoom, um, I got really emotional and I remember thinking to myself while I was saying, having these emotions and I was giving away awards for volunteer of the year, people that have really made a difference and an impact, not only on me personally in a positive way, but on the industry and in NARPA. And, um, I was super emotional and I kept thinking, I shouldn't cry. I shouldn't be upset. I shouldn't be crying. Why am I, I was just, I couldn't get it together. And I thought later on, I thought, I wonder if a man would feel that way. Well, I don't, I don't know. And I know there's a lot of women that would not get emotional. Uh, it just felt almost embarrassing to a point. I mean, I wasn't to have feelings. Exactly. <laughs> to have feelings in a professional environment, right. And to exhibit those feelings and not in a controlled, in a controlled way. And I, I just thought, Ugh. and that afterwards I thought, I wonder if a man would think that. And well, at first I said, they probably wouldn't cry. But I, <laughs> so. I, I, I really love, you know, um, you being vulnerable and, and sharing that um, because I think it, it's very true. Um, all the stories that um, you all shared today, um, it just underlines the fact that, um, you know, it is true. I, I think a lot of people misunderstand and they miss the fact that like there are certain groups of people in any business, any industry that just do not inherently feel as like included or as safe mm -hmm. in all spaces in the business compared to, uh, for example, men. Um, like for the property management industry, right? right? Like um, I know Kelly, previously you shared about how sometimes you deal with um, clients who um, don't take your word as the final mm -hmm. word and yeah. they would prefer to speak to your husband because they feel like that's more final and it yeah. doesn't make sense because you and your husband are equals in your company, yet there are certain owners that don't see it the same way. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's just interesting. That's just how society works. And I think instead of um, ignoring that that is a fact, um, I think it's important what you guys are doing. You're trying to put out something to try to like bring the, the playing field a little bit more level every little step we can. Mm -hmm. And it's a slow process, right? I mean, change isn't going to happen tomorrow. Just because we want something to change today doesn't mean it's going to be different tomorrow. It takes steps. It takes education. It takes, you know, work on both people's part to make something change. And we're hoping this is, you know, just one step of a bunch to come that will help level that, that field a little bit. That's great. And um, in the spirit of, you know, transparency and inclusivity, inclusivity um, can you speak to where the organization is currently in terms of like, um, diverse and inclusive representation, for example, women of color, um, perhaps other people who identify in other genders, and um, how would you like to grow this organization's diversity and inclusivity in the long term? Yeah, sure. Um, we So right now, everybody is one single color. That's not by design. It's just by, like you said previously, um, we had this idea and we got people who we knew could jump on board really fast and throw something together really quickly. So it's kind of a traditional, you know, couple men, couple women, all 
similar to looking to me, I'm a white lady. Um, <laughs> but that's not necessarily where we want it to be in the future. We, like I said a little bit ago, every voice matters, every person matters. So of course you want to incorporate more people of color, people who identify, you know, man, woman, anywhere in between. We want to include that. It's just for this first little venture, we weren't able to reach out and get as much involvement as we wanted. We threw it together just in a matter of weeks. Um, you know, our next event, we'll have some more time to plan and get it together. And we're hoping to um, demonstrate our desire to have more people of different thoughts and mindsets represented. Yeah. And I think that's great. I, I would even, anybody listening or to people that end up attending, spread the word. Um, so, cause it, it really seems like this is going, um, what if it ends up being called leader, women's leadership council long-term, I think that's great. But for people that might not feel like their voice is involved there, I would say contact you guys to see how they could be represented and, and make it more, um, uh, yes. Yeah. I was, I don't know what the word I was looking for. I was going to say broad, but that's probably not what I want to say either. Um, but I think just, uh, just getting in touch and coming up with ideas and reaching out to you, I think that would be great too. And we're really just asking the listeners and the watchers and whoever is a part of this podcast to really understand where our heart is coming from. Our heart is to change things. And sometimes we just have to start at one space and work little by little to change it. So our heart is really coming from a place of change. Um, and this is just where we're starting. And, you know, this yeah. guy is to where it's going to go. You're coming from your experiences. So if other people from, you know, different walks of life, different genders, different race, whatever, can come and bring thoughts from their own experiences, that would just help it further. Exactly. And that's exactly why you asked to be on our podcast, because you wanted to reach that wider audience that you, your personal network may not have had. And mm -hmm. so to all our listeners, again, the call to action here is to, you know, share your experiences, try to get involved as much as you can. If you've ever felt like your voice didn't matter, if you've ever felt like there was this voice in your head that was telling you, you can't say that, or like, oh, should I have said that? Like contact um, this council and, and try to, you know, learn how to improve this so that it can reach more people. Mm -hmm. um, and so with that, can you um, tell us more about the event again that um, you're coming up? Absolutely. I'll let Kelly start off. She knows our main speaker, so she can. <laughs> so yeah, like I mentioned, Michelle Mazur is our keynote speaker, and she'll be talking about, about communication, about speaking up and speaking in public, and, you know, some of the barriers that you might feel um, when you have that opportunity and how to overcome them along with the tools to set up a, a talk and, you know, if you're going to be doing a keynote or a, a you know, a, a session in front of people. Um, and then Liz Clayman and Brian Birdie will be doing two. Um, so Michelle will speak and then we'll have some Q&A. And by the way, this event is November 12th and it will be 1130, excuse me, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time for about two, two and a half hours. And um, it's free to NARPA members, which is the National Association of Residential Property Managers, free to them and $25 for others. And then I think you're going to post the link to, um, to register in the show notes, correct? Yes, we will. Okay, great. Or you can go to narpum.org and the um, conferences and you'll see the Women's Leadership Council there. So then uh, Liz Clayman, who will be our, she's a Southwest Regional Vice President right now, 
Next year, she will be our president-elect, so she'll be the National Association of Residential Property Managers president in 2022. Um, and then Brian Birdie is a former National NARPM president, and each of them will have about 40 minutes to speak with some Q&A. Then we'll go on to the panel, and then Michelle will be moderating the panel for the five of us that I mentioned earlier, which is Liz, Brian, Brad Larson, myself, and Chrissy. And we want to mention there are scholarships for that $25. If somebody wants to come and they can't afford it or whatever, we do have a lot of scholarships available for those people. That's awesome. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Thank you so much. Thank you so I can't speak right now. Thank you both so much. I only had I only had one cup of coffee today. I really should have had the second one. Um, thank you both so much for joining us because this is just um, it's new and exciting. And I can't wait to see where it goes. So thank you listeners for joining. If you have questions, feel free um, to reach out to uh, Chrissy or Kelly and they will say hello to you. <laughs>